how to elevate themselves and separate them from their physical and all the rest of the steps of becoming a doctor, and such as Shantas and Vivekas, Hashem, and all the rest. And he has to be taught and guided. And Mashiach, when he comes, is to be a Navi. How is he going to be trained and elevated and become eligible? God, Jeffrey, God. People say. First, let's speak a little bit about a Navi. You know, anybody knows what a Navi is? No. You don't know what a Navi is? A Navi is a prophet. Oh. Okay. Now, in this area, gentlemen, if you're thinking and you're, and you're who are uh, sensitive, in this area, it requires a lot of thought. Again, I must uh, use the illustration the marshal your assembly in the college campus. And you go over to somebody, you stop somebody in the campus, or maybe uh, the prophet said so and so and so. You know, the prophet said, you shouldn't do this or you should do this. It sounds like a, a missionary, a preacher, a fundamentalist. You know, it doesn't, it, it, it has. It doesn't have any cogency, it doesn't have any force. Well, we're too sophisticated to believe in this theory. In the Torah, in the Tariyak mitzvahs, in the 613 mitzvahs, one of the Tariyak mitzvahs is Elov Tishmo'om, that if one who is validated, to be in the Magreya of a novel, of a prophet, it's a mitzvah to listen to him. Now, what, what, what is this prophet? First of all, what does the word novi mean? What does the word novi mean? Is there anybody here who understands the etymology of the word novi? What are you saying? Well, well, oh, this word. In the word novi, there is the word bo vi to bring. Lavi. You understand, gentlemen, there's a very basic question here. There's a fundamental question in the outlook of the Jews. Which, if we answer this question this morning, just this question, and we don't continue to speak, we're enriched. You know, the question is Does a shameless ball have contact with humanity or not? Is there a line, is there a place of contact between the Mabayish and the cloud? Of humanity and the prophet of humanity. We have to we have to for a moment, we have to start from a from a tangent, we have to start from an outside and come in. The greatest truths in the world, the greatest truths in the world can be distorted. We take a simple truth, like thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill. 
Now, talk about the Holocaust. I grew up in the 30s. Can you imagine how many people it takes and what kind of a machine it takes to kill six million people? You can't imagine there's no one here that's intellectually trained so that he could visualize the type of structure it takes to annihilate six million people. Six million, six million Mahatul dogs to kill six million, what it takes to kill. You know who was involved in killing in, in, in killing the Jews? The biggest intellects, the biggest doctors, the biggest jurists. There's a whole legal system of laws, of anti-Semitic laws that went through pseudo-courts. The Germans were very methodical in, 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 in covering themselves. They made the, they fixed legal laws that should you know, shouldn't be caught. And then there were doctors on, under the flag of science that if you can't even mention the word experiments they made on human beings. Then there were engineers to make machinery to kill people. Do you think, do you think that this happened in one night? It didn't. It didn't happen in one night. In 1933, if you went into Germany and said, let's make a concentration camp for the cremation of, and you couldn't get together enough people to create such a structure to kill six million people. You couldn't do it. But they took a guy like Ashimoy, Galak Goebbels, who was the head of the propaganda ministry, and started pumping into Germany, into all the conquered lands, started pumping psychological <laughs> energies to kill, to kill the Jews, the national bankers, the national communists. Aye, it's a contradiction in terms. That's nothing. But what happened was that it took a short time that they gathered already, after their propaganda, they gathered already together enough people that already that thou shalt not kill is nothing. If you read the literature on the Holocaust, you can go out of your mind. The general literature and the particular literature of what individuals, not one individual, but tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of individuals did. You're not going to believe it. You don't believe it. How does it happen? How does it happen? The human being has frail aspects to him. He has weakness to him. You could, you could take a human being, you know, and you could say, okay, go out and kill him. The Rambam, this is, I gave you an example of what happened in the Holocaust. There was a time in the world, you look in the Rambam and look at the Zorah. There was a time in the world when the world was simple. Person went outside, Man the Nabi says, 
Take your eyes and look at the sky in the summertime. Outside of the city, ooh, and see me, say. Take a look at the galaxies. You study a little astronomy, you're amazed. You're amazed by each star in the orbits. There is no number. They don't know there's no numbers. You say billions, trillions, quadrillions. And each is walking, going in a way, going in a way, going in a way. And, and a function, and, and, and a perpetual force. There was a time in history when man came out and he took a look at this. And the Novi, the Novi that we're going to discuss it, take a look and you'll see that there's a creator to the world that's obvious. And the Novi screams in another place, he says, he says, how wonderful, how mysterious are all your creeds. There's a book. Yesh Sefer Shekatav Ofeachad. It's Afad. It's called. His name was Alexis Karel. He was. He won a prize. I think he had to do. I think he had to do with the chicken heart, keeping it alive. In those days, he had it was after it was taken out of the body, kept the feeding, the whole story. So he wrote a book, Man the Unknown. We walk around. We function the human body. The human body. There are millions of miracles in the human body, in the lowliest human being. There was a time when the Navi came to people and said to them, Man Nifumasecha, Stakel, take a look at it, take a look at it, take a look. And the human being responded and said, We, we, there's a rebellion. There's a creator. It was Poshit. You study botany. You study the procedure of how a seed, not from the ground, how a fruit falls from the tree, pollination, things. If you want it, it's obvious. If your mind is not distorted, if your mind is not distorted, it's obvious. Your mind is not distorted. You can see. You can see. There's a boy There's a boy But what happens? What happens? What happens? Man is frail. Man is weak. Man is an element in man is an element of murkiness. If man's intelligence, if the screen of man's mind and his heart is not kept in order, I want to tell you something. It's very important. You know, I mention it. It's such a powerful message. Very few people know it. You know, we call, I told you once before, but it's worthwhile repeating it. We call the Tariyag Mitzvahs, 613 Mitzvahs. We call them Mitzvahs. A mitzvah to put on a film. A mitzvah to eat matzah. A commandment and injunction to eat kosher. Another commandment and injunction, a negative injunction, and not to be machal shabbos. To us, let's not get ourselves, let's let our hair down. Anytime it's a burden. Somebody's sleeping in bed in the morning, 
and you tell him two weeks ago, listen, it's my Krishna's 8.15. It's a burden not to get up in the morning. It's a big burden to get up in the morning, wash your chutz and your dime, and go, ah, the, you know, you might as well have to go like Krishna. It's a burden, right? There's a medrash. The medrash says, the medrash calls, instead of calling it 613 mitzvahs, the medrash calls it Tariyag Itin. Ayin Yud Tes Yud Nun. You know what Itin means in Aramaic? Eitzot advises. Tariyag Eitzot. 613 advices. What's it? You tell a person, put on film on your hand and film on your head. So it says in the Siddur, to commit to dedicate our heart. The head, our head. The heart and head of man can run in many directions. In many directions, in the same directions. Somebody asked a question about the times, about the times of Noach today. We live in a sick society. Yes, would you think, as a religious Jew, I'm telling you, this society that we live in, the permissiveness of our society, you think it's a question of liberality or being the square or not being cool? When the Torah tells a person that you have to be a tsunua, when the Torah says that there's such a thing as sneers and dress, This is for the frivolous, for the religious, for the this. So they push us in a corner. They push us in a corner. The Mishnah says in the Sechta Soita, at the end of the Sechta Soita, the Mishnah enumerates the symptoms of the days of Mashiach. So there's one of the things that it says in the, in the Mishnah there, Yirei Hashem Yemosem. Yirei Hashem those that fear Hashem is bar, ye muscle, they will be reviled. Ech. What's the ech? What's the ech? You know what the ech is? That if we come and we say that what you call liberal, and what you call permissive, and what you call liberate is insanity, is destroying the stature of a human being, that you are insane. If the Torah says that a man can't live with a woman unless he's married, but the Torah is saying that advice is speaking about the structure of man. And the Torah says, you think that you're cool. I'm telling you you're insane. But man? What is he talking about? What is he talking about? I picked up on the plane a few months ago. Pick up on the plane that that, that Meshugana, you know, that my father owned the newspapers. I didn't want to mention a name that was with those Meshugana, the bank robbers, you know, they were looking for their quarter. How do you know what's the name from California to San Francisco? So I read, I read, the, I read the magazine, I pick up, I look, I look crazy. I'm not reading you. So Taylor magazine writes, she and her boyfriend had an apartment together, they lived for how idyllic. Excuse me for saying it, what is it? In my day, they wouldn't run it in a paper. 
Because the people wouldn't swallow it. So today you're going to tell me you're a liberal? No. The, 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 the man, the weakness of man is such. Mm, you convince me. It doesn't take much convincing. This is all right. So what happens? The Torah says it's Kaliyak Aetis. The Torah says, the Torah says that man needs advices how to function. You go buy a complicated computer machine, you don't go over and press a button and it works. You gotta know how to make it work. You must know how to make it work. There is instructions of man. You can take man, you can have you can have this, you can have that. You'll kill him and you'll and you'll and you'll dwarf him into nothingness, you'll turn him into an animal. Man is susceptible. Torah says there's such a thing as a novi. It's an insurance policy. It's an insurance policy. That in case there is a decay in humanity, the novi comes and screams. The novi says, the Nobi comes to you, and Nobi screams, says, Who is your ring of bonus? To be humble. What do you think? The, the Nobi brought back that the function of the Nobi was. To bring back sanity to humanity. You look in the Navi, you read the Nevi'im with Yeshaya, read Yumiya, Treyasa, Dabramelech, Shloimamelech. You look in the Nevi'im, you'll see there, there's no philosophy, there's no high philosophy there. You're a thief. Because thievery can be carved, can be united in you. You make it, you make it part of society. You just say everybody does it, and you know I do it. That's the that's the mores of the times, that's the ethics of the times, and this is the way it's done. Men says men is such that he could fall into such pitfalls today, it's insane. It's insane. It's the sickest society. You come, I have to tell you. Hey, listen, guys, you know, I'm not from under the stove, I'm not from, from the Middle Ages. I'm not a fool. You come and you, you talk to people, you know, to rogues, they talk to me like this, that, the other thing, the other thing. They tell me, what are you talking to me about? What are you talking about? Sick! You want to you convince me? You want to convince me that there's a value to it, that there's a therapeutic value to it. Sick. You want to cop out. You're weak. And you can't face life. And you can't handle the problems. And you don't want to invest energy. She's going to come and tell me. It's not thinking. It's good. It isn't good. It is healthy. It's not healthy. It's sick. There's nobody in the whole country. In the whole country. Here, you think we're talking about talking to you? There are tens of millions of people your age. Strong with drugs. A cloud of sickness about them. Can you imagine if a Navi would get up and say the simple thing, the Rabbi Shalom gave you a head and a heart. 
the Rabbi Shalom gave you a power of Bechira choice. Millions of voice boomed across the country and they knew that this man, that this man, he's, what he speaks is true. In a different world. Instead, you know, there's such a thing as a Navi Shekhar. There's, there's, there are a false prophet in the Tanakh. There are mentions no number of false prophets. A guy, the big Navi Shekhar is my friend. He's one of my best friends. He used to come and visit me in my house, the big Navi Shekhar. He gets up and he sings to everybody. You know, and he te teaches them ballad, and, he, uh, and they, they're a man of massage Pepper's band, and everybody, you know, he sings, and he himself is nothing. He sits next to me, and says, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. He's the daughter, and he gets up on stage, and remember, and he's, let me shake it. But you know what a Navi was? The Navi was, and the Rebunshalom created the world. The Rebunshalom created the world in such a fashion that there should be a policy to keep, to keep. The, the Rambam says the classical martial, the classical illustration. The Rambam says, be ye may enosh, told toes couple in the days of enosh. Society began to spiral down. For reasons, the vision began to, and they start to make idols, and they start to make this, and they start to make that, until Avram Avinu came. Avram Avinu was a man, was a human being, who searched his desire, he, he wanted so much to know, he reached such heights, he became a novi. Avram Avinu became a novi. He came a Navi, and he got up, and he said, this is insanity. And he became an idol smasher. And people followed him, and people listened to him. And people went out of the darkness of the world, and people began to understand. He had to be, he had, he had to be a person of certain stature. He had to be a person, a, liber a truly liberated person. The Gemara said there were requirements. You have to be a chacham and a giver and a noshir. You have to be independent. And a man who had all these ingredients, he got up and he says, look, gentlemen, Rebbe has contact with the universe. And Rebbe Shkola says, so and so and so and so. And if you look in the Tanakh, you'll see, if you squeeze out the whole Tanakh, if you take the whole Tanakh and you look at it, you'll see a fantastic thing. The Nevians speak about simple little things, about things that are right and wrong. You look, you, the Nevians speak, you look inside of the Tanakh, you'll see that the Nevians speak about the simplest matters. So a person could say, I open up Kant, Schopenhauer, Hegel, and Nietzsche, complicated, 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 complicated. I open up the Chumash, I open up the Bible. What simple things. You know why to speak about simple things? <coughs> because the true basic dimensions of man are protected in the Tanakh. The true basic dimensions of man are protected in the Tanakh. So if Dovah HaKol Nishma, so the Kim Yerevis, Mitzvah Yisrael Shmo, you want to know what man is? 
So Shlomo Amelech, that he's called the wisest of all men, and he wrote Mishlei, and he wrote Shira Shirim, and the last book that he wrote was called Kehelis, and the last sentence is Kehelis, it says, Soif Dodo, the end of the ring. Hakol Nishma, don't think that you take and you don't pay, everything is recorded. And so the community he gave the one sentence that you want to know what the key to man is? The key to the man is to put himself, to tune himself in to the ultimate of reality that that's a shem's book. That's what it says in Tanakh, simple matters. And we've traveled away. You know what the world, you know what the world is today? You, you, you think you know what the world is all about? I had Yesterday, to pass Brooklyn College, I rode on that with him in a car. Where am I? Where am I? Look at the people, it's like an insane sound. I drive past the junior high school, the junior high school in Lawrence, on Broadway, in a, in a spring day. So who comes out, 13-year-old boys and 13-year-old girls? I said, I look muzzled. These are 13-year-old kids. These are 13-year-old kids. They're totally demoralized. They have no ethics. They have no morals. They don't know what a human being is. A 13-year-old girl? I stand there, but you have to stop this forever. Where am I? They're all insane. They don't have a novice. They don't have a novice. The function of a novice was came to put humanity back into focus. Somebody mentioned, Dr. Beckner mentioned about the going. The whole story of Yoyna. Yoyna was sent. The whole story of Yoyna was, the whole problem of Yoyna was that he sent them, not they were going to Satikha, he sent them to talk to the Goyen. He told them he killed him. We don't have anybody to put us back in perspective. You know, he's got to listen to anybody. I'm going to get up and I'm going to say, gentlemen, drugs is an insanity. And anybody who takes drugs, so he's, he's, he's degrading himself to no end. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Get up and I say permissiveness. You're destroying the human being. There's no nothing. This was the function of a novel. This was a function of the Novi, and the Novi was the intervention of Hashem's work in the workings of humanity. The world is not a free-floating island. It's not. As much as it seems like it is, the Rebunshalon has a constant interest in what the world is going on. It's complex. I'm not saying it's simple. I don't, I don't make it into a simple thing. And it's very difficult to see today the world where Rebunshalon's hand is. It's very, very dark, and in the Chumash it says it's dark. Rabbi says, because of your behavior, I will hide my face from you. I'll hide it double, you won't see something. You wanted to go away from me? Okay, go away from me, I'm going to get dark. See where you go. See where you go. You know, you, you know, there are questions here, there are talk here. You know, when the Chazanish, the Chaymul went to visit Rabban Ramblau in jail. So Rabban Ramblau was crying because the Chazanish came to visit him in jail. 
So the Chazid said to him, what are you crying about? He says, two-thirds of the world is in jail. It's true. All communist countries is one big jail. One big jail. And all of this is a result of a world without recognizing the intervention of the Rebunshalism. A statistic came out in Russia that Stalin himself was personally responsible of higher than 20 million deaths. 20 million deaths Stalin himself was killed 20 million people. So you're going to tell me that that's the way the world is supposed to be? The function of a novelist. Now, Jeffrey, I want to come to you to, to end your question. Listen for a moment. If, 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 theoretically for a moment, all the movement would be abrogated totally, including the machine, holding him up, the novelist would be dead. In a, in, in a microscopic form, People talk so much about what Mashiach is. You know, people think Mashiach is going to come on, 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 on a donkey, you know, and, and, and everybody's going to get Ferraris when he comes, you know, you know, Pujos, everybody's going to get free. The hacker remain in, in, in a microscopic form a hopes of the world. We'll see something, you know, about Eliyahu and Mashiach. First, you know, Eliyahu becomes a then Mashiach. It says that Eliyahu didn't die. Allah, Bissa'ora, Ashamaimo, Eliyahu never died. In fact, if you learn the Sakta Kedushin, there's a whole big discussion if you're allowed to marry Eliyahu's wife. Because he just, he went off alive, Shaman. He didn't die. There had to be a seed hidden somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like you take out of the pyramids, they find a little vase of seeds that are 3,000 years old. Can you imagine the Hasishon, all seeds in the whole world would disappear, and they open up a pyramid, they take out his seeds from those seeds, you could again recapitulate the growth of wheat all over the world. There had to be, in a, in, 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 in a, in a minuscule form, the end of another unit. This is this is a song. The Gemara Sanhedrin speaks. Where is Mashiach? One of those peculiar things. The Gemara says he's sitting someplace in Rome. We don't know what it means. But there had to be left one that from that it should read stuff of Saul all over again. And it's no cash. How? The Rebbe sustains him. Just as he sustains Eliyahu, we don't know. We don't know that the world is full of mystery. Now, let us not be so egocentric to think that we know everything. But it's a fantastic thing. In the Torah, the Torah speaks about the needs of the whole cosmos, the needs of the whole universe. The universe needed a direct hotline for the British one to keep it running, and the direct hotline was another. I just want to close and tell you a very interesting thing about another. The Vilna going brings it. In his commentary on Mishnah, the Goyen asks, and it's a fantastic thing you see, the Lord Goyen asks, he says, what did a Novi do all day? He didn't say prophecy all day. I mean, we, what did he do all day? 
He didn't constantly prophesize. I mean, we have in the Tanakh how much prophecies were relevant to us. What did he do all day? The Vilna Goy said he did a peculiar thing. He used to sit in his house, and people used to come to him, and they used to ask him, what's my mission in this world? And the Novi had such a power to look into a person. He was such a Rebbe that he looked into a person and he told him, you were born to do this and this. The Vilna Goy had a busy commission. Tell a person, listen, this and this is your mission in this world, and you have to do this and this. Fantastic thing. Can you ask anyone around here right now? I'm mature people, everybody, all mature people. Nah, I'm already a, a white beard. Young people, yes, they are. You know what you have to do in this world? Ask Shlom. He has to get all the rock records there are. I don't mean that is a bright boy. He doesn't, I'm just joking. He's a good guy, he's a good straight man. Doesn't know. Maybe it is. You don't know. You know how many people live their lives? You have to go into the go into these homes over here and you go with the person and say, Did you did you not don't say not somebody that's seen now? Go with the person and say to him, Do you feel that you accomplish your mission? I don't have to be a prophet to tell you that. I won't tell you now. I'll tell you now. But I'll send you to one convalescent home. And there's a woman there. She's 100 years old. Mrs. Gingo. On Beach Night Street, down by the beach. You go in and see her. And you talk to her, you'll see an accomplished woman. She, she, knew how, she knows how to live. She still knows how to live. It's such a fantastic problem. Nobody knows about it. We go from one Mishigas to another. When we're young, we're in one Mishigas, and then we get out of it, we fall into another Mishigas, then they tell us we gotta go to work and support the family. And then we're, we're caught in that rat race, and we can't get out because society said this. But what we have to do, we, just to, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. We spoke about it last week. And, and the Novi, one of the functions of the Novi was that he said to a man, listen, everything is important, family is important, Marriage is important, be is important, but I want to tell you something, there's a mission that you have to do. I want to pause, I want to tell you something, I hope he's still alive. There was a Williamsburg, a Jew, I can tell you his name. His name was Chaim Yev. You know, you know Chaim Yev. Just Chaim Yev. This Chaim Bell, Hayalo Mafia. He was a baker. We'll be at our bed, guess it. Then he retired. Where can I use that Mousin, what do you do? Mousin! Pashon! Come in, television! Your shrimp is not a little. Oh! What do you do? You sit in front of a TV. You hear? Chaim, listen to this episode. You know what he did? Where is that car? Man, from that? And he's a ten? You are not Saba, the shepherd, the What did he do? He used to get up three in the morning and go in Williamsburg. He started up in Williamsburg from shul to shul. Sadaka, 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 sadaka. He went around collecting pens. 
He used to say something like this. Pennies, pennies. You remember? He used to go around screaming, pennies, 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 pennies. Only pennies. People used to give him dollars. He used to collect money. He retired. And he used to go around to the families, the poor families of Tamir Chachamim, and support people to sit and learn. He used to go to weddings. He used to come to a wedding. Katunas. He used to run into the wedding. And run up to the head table and take a glass of schnapps and give a scream. Everybody would turn around. And he used, he lived, he, there were cab drivers. There were taxi drivers that used to take him from Williamsburg to Crown Heights for nothing. They used to fight over taking him. He, he saw, he's retired. What should he live his life for nothing? Well, he's going to sit home and watch TV. He wanted to do something. He, well, I knew he was already an old man with a white beard. He went around all day and at night raising money. Whoever needed money. He used to see me in the streets. At that time, I was learning in the car. He knew the car used to have any money. He said, he used to go up to me. Pennies, 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 pennies. $50 for the car. He used to give me $50 for the car. That's a person who knew what he has to do in this world. He supported tens and tens and tens of families. One man. We walk around and you go in the hall of the city and they don't know what to do, they don't know where to go, they don't know what to accomplish. One of the functions of an army was to tell a person, to put the person straight. We know what we have to do. How many fellows go to college? And they tell him, MBS, Master of Business, Master of Business, Master of Business, Master of Business. Guy goes to college, Ivy League college, he comes out with the MBS, he goes for a job. The guy says, The only job I can get is a taxi driver. Worth it. He wasted his life for nothing. Four years, five years for nothing. You can't use it, it's not even worth Lots of beat sluchas. It's not even worth the cover of bottle. It's nothing. I wasted five years of my life. Like, what do you mean you wasted five years of your life? Maybe there's something to do with five years of your life? That was one of the functions of God. We don't even realize that we're lost. We don't realize there's something we have to know. We don't even know. You know, we don't even know that there's something we have to know. You know, that, huh? We don't even know that there's vital, vital information. Fantastic information you have to know. How is he going to be trained? A bunch of little trainers. Show Yashim will open up a special school here. Show my from the beam. Okay, gentlemen.